0: Selfish, mm-hmm. selfishly, in love. maybe when I'm bigger.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Health Science Podcast. I'm Adam Kriz. Uh We're here to continue. <clears throat> Our exploration of topics dealing with the health sciences, the learning of the health sciences, and uh, the, the teaching of the health sciences. So this week I talked to a couple former students of mine from Forest Grove High School, David Rodriguez and Marianne Moulahan. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, it was a fun conversation. <laughs> It, it's great to see both of you guys. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. Um, so yeah, I got this podcast thing going. Um, it's the health science podcast and it's just, it's about anything that has to do with health science or teaching health science and and that sort of stuff. So I thought it'd be cool to start getting interviews from alumni from the program to see what you guys are doing. The other thing is like, I have no idea what like college is like or what you guys are studying or what stresses you're dealing with. And I think that would be a really important thing to have on the podcast. Um, so I'm just gonna kind um, of, so are you guys up for just talking about like, how's life going for you guys?
2: Yeah. That would work.
1: Perfect. Um, well, how's life going for you guys? <laughs> How about this? Where, where, where are, why do you guys introduce yourselves? Um, that way, people know your voices as opposed to mine. Um, yeah, just inter- introduce your introduce yourself and what's like the the coolest thing you got going on in your life right now.
3: Um, um you can go first.
2: Okay. <laughs> so my name is David Rodriguez. I'm a sophomore on Western Oregon University, currently in the pre nursing program, but will transfer next year. To the EMT program at PCC. I'm currently a resident assistant for Ackerman Hall. So there's that. And yeah. You would be such a good RA. Thank you, and I.
1: Look at that! You got a name badge and everything. You're moving up in the world, David. Um. Yeah, we, uh, let's let's introduce Marianne here before before I start launching into all my questions. Here. Go <laughs> okay, for it,
3: Marianne. Um, I'm Marianne. I'm a freshman at the University of Oregon. I'm studying psychology with a minor in disability studies, and uh, the most exciting thing right now, um, I'm just looking forward to Thanksgiving break, pretty much. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, are you guys are you guys heading home for Thanksgiving break? Are you gonna be in the forest yeah. the area?
2: I believe yeah. I will. Nice. Nice. Um
1: so that's cool. You guys are both studying health career-ish type stuff. Wow, what 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 inspired you guys to do that? You you can say me. It's fine.
0: <laughs> um
3: well freshman year I found out about occupational therapy and ever since then I've been really interested in it after like being really involved in the unified programs at the high school um so I think that's kind of where my passion for it came from
2: okay um personally I've had like some sort of like uh oh my passion came from like all over the place, if I'm going to be honest. There's no like specific, but honestly, the like having the opportunity to take the classes at Forest Grove High definitely grew inspiration and having such a nice teacher. Like, who wouldn't want to have Chris, honestly?
1: True. Probably many of, my, many of my students this year, I think, probably might disagree with you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But uh, so how, what is college like these days? And so it's kind of interesting. So David, you went through a full year of like distance learning college.
2: I did, in fact, yes.
1: Yeah, how'd that go for you?
2: Well, it's it was absolute hell, I can say that. At least for me, you know, I lived on campus uh, the entirety of last year I'm living on campus now because I basically have to because of the RA job but it was quite an experience I must say like there was very little resources there were like all of the classes had to be online and I honestly struggled a lot to um, I struggled in general to like keep up with classes I struggled to for exams, proctored exams, and all that type of good stuff, but now that it switched back to like in ish type of classes, I believe that I'm doing much better than I did the entirety of last year.
1: Yeah, you you have such a wonderful personality, but it I think I always think of you. Your personality comes through through nonverbal means. Like you you have a very positive demeanor about you. It's why why I think you you would make such a good RA. That. Being online must have, like, that is, I don't think, necessarily playing to your strengths.
2: Yeah, it was, definitely, it was definitely a struggle. Like, as I mentioned, there were very little resources and then it was really hard to reach out to professors and stuff like that. And the only way in which I could, like, kind of study for exams were just looking at the slides and the pre-recorded lectures that the professors had ready for us.
1: What, yeah, so what sort of resources Do you think, like, what would have helped you navigate that better? Where where I'm going to get this line of questioning is, do you think your first year of college was challenging? Or do you think it was distance learning was challenging? It just happened to be your first year of college.
2: I believe that the answer for that one would be the distance learning because I'm more of an in-person type of ideal learner. So... Like I I didn't mind like, yeah, first year classes were were difficult, but you know, they were still at a level in which I could control them. However, like switching from in-person back in like late 2019, early 2020 over to like having all online topics of the entirety of the 2021 or 2020 to 2021 school year was definitely quite a, quite a challenge for me.
1: Right, and you were a senior, it was your senior year that we first shut down, is that correct?
2: That is correct.
1: Yeah, so you were part of that senior class that <laughs> just was kind of like, all right, you're, you're done, basically, right? right? Yeah. Um, so, but you, you were living on campus? I was During on distance campus. learning? So, how was that living on campus during distance learning? Like, were other students, were we living in the dorms?
2: I was living in the dorms but I must say it, it was like a an absolute ghost town like there was barely anyone around campus the only people that were around here were like obviously like university housing or the financial aid office or whatever's. but they're like if we're talking about students the only people who were on here were just like students who had to take like some sort of special classes or whatever so or just wanted to get the feeling of living in the dorms before transferring to another school type of thing so
1: what what was like social life like for you like were you what was it super lonely or were you able to kind of make some friends or
2: the first well honestly i got a really close connection with my ra last year he Mm -hmm. was honestly the the person who inspired me to become an ra this year and um funny enough, funny enough, we had a a shutdown here, like, like power shutdown, like no electricity. We lost power at like two a m of one day and got it back like five a m of the of the other day, so it was over twenty four hours of no power, and th- that was basically the only way in which I got to meet the rest of the landerman community
1: well. Uh, so, and uh, David, I think you can take some decorating tips from Marianne here. Um, <laughs> well, that's
3: my that's my roommate side you're seeing.
1: Okay, well then we'll we'll get you in touch with Marianne's roommate.
2: Definitely.
1: Um, yeah, that that is so weird. Ahead. How dorms are set up? If you're on Zoom, you're going to be looking at the roommate's half of the dorm. Yeah. That is so that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Okay that makes sense, Marianne. how's how's dorm life going so this is your first year at yes. Uni- University of Oregon is that correct yes and so and you're living in the dorms and so how is your first year of school going
3: um it's been going pretty well I think um I mean it's challenging but it's so different from high school that it doesn't feel as draining I feel like but also I'm just a freshman so I'm not taking like super rigorous courses yet but at least for the moment I think it's been a very good change of pace especially going from um a place where adults are making all of the decisions for me. I don't really have to do, I don't really have to do much of that myself to being able to decide more things for myself and to just take things at my own pace has been really nice.
1: Yeah. You, you want to know why that is? Why? Because you're an adult now. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so... So you've enjoyed the extra freedom and decision making that has come from just just moving out and stuff, like just living on your own.
3: Yeah, also just, I don't know, everybody's also just really friendly here. So at least the people that I've encountered. So it's just felt like as soon as I moved in, it felt right. So it felt like I was supposed to be here.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's good. Um, so academically, how challenging, you, you touched on this a little bit, but how challenging is the academic load of your first or, or second year of college?
3: Um, well, right now my classes aren't super difficult. Um, what are you taking? I mean, uh, I'm taking stats, which I took last year. Um, So I already like kind of know what's going on. And then I'm taking diversity in human services, which is a really interesting class. It like teaches you how to work with people from like more diverse backgrounds um, and from people who come from different cultures and stuff um, In any kind of human service field. So like basically any job that works with people. And then I'm taking evolutionary medicine and it's, that's a super interesting class because it talks about um, kind of the evolution of human health, basically. Um, and uh, then my last class is social inequalities. And it talks about um, inequalities in our society.
1: Wow, interesting.
3: Yeah
1: that that's uh so you're only taking three classes four four that was four i'll learn how to count yeah. um well good that's a full load of classes not and and all enjoyable and you're 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 handling them okay
0: yeah
1: david um, have
3: how- the work oh. the workloads for them aren't bad either sorry about that
1: <laughs> no no worries um david how about you for academic programs
2: so academically, this term we're we're chilling, we're cruising pretty pretty well, much better than last year, as I previously mentioned. I'm currently taking uh, Biology 236, which is basically fundamentals and histology of the human anatomy. Very cool. Uh, which also comes in with a lab, so it's both lecture and lab, two separate classes. Um, Taking Communication Studies 111 and taking Health 257, which is Fundamentals of Health Promotion, I think.
1: Very, very cool classes. Have you you enjoyed going, because we never even touched on histology in any of my classes. I think maybe I mentioned tissues once or something. Um, Have you enjoyed going more in depth into anatomy and physiology sort of stuff? Is it kind of fun to focus on very specific and particular aspects but Bo- I mean both you guys are focusing on different aspects and getting more in depth on some of the stuff we might have touched on and covered a little bit in the high school classes
2: yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I have to say yes you can say no I, that's, I mean
2: you um, know like possibly take like I don't mind the class I love taking the class but histology is just not my thing it just won't sick. So mm. like whenever we take some sort of proctored exam or practicals or whatever it's, it's always the histology that stumps me. But you know we're we're cruising other than that, like the chemistry and like the advanced biology of uh whatever it is that we're talking about, it's it's honestly really interesting to go about more than anything because it's you know, I've already had some experience by taking the class, and it taking the class at the high school was, was definitely humongous help. Well, thank you. <laughs> I hope it was.
1: Um, shoot, I had a great follow-up question, and I can't remember it now. You flattered me, and then boom, that was it. I was done thinking. Um, I don't know, Marianne. What what about you? Have you you enjoyed being able to kind of like go in depth into some some areas that roughly have to do with like health science stuff, but in more in depth?
3: Yeah, um, I really like how the things that we talk about in classes, I feel like they're more relevant um, to like what I'm going to be doing later on and also just like being a person in general, um, I feel like in high school, it's just kind of you're learning the basics of everything, of like every little aspect of any subject. You have to take in all that information just so you can have like a baseline understanding of everything. But then I feel like in college, you're, since you already know that, you're able to use that information to like challenge what you know and to create like your own understandings of things and your own perspectives, which I think is really cool. And also just being able to go into depth in subjects that I find really interesting. Cause at the high school, like there's one psych class and that's it, but like, since psych is my major I'm gonna be taking a bunch of different psych classes which I'm really excited for.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know in medical terminology, like in my, yeah, there's one psychology class, semester psychology class at the high school. And then I talk about psychology for two weeks in medterm, I think. Maybe, yeah. And that's it. But you can spend four years studying it just in undergrad at, mm-hmm. had, at college. Yeah. What What's the most interesting th- little thing, most fascinating thing you've learned about so far in college?
3: Um, well, actually, yesterday we were talking um, about it was in my evolutionary medicine lab and we were talking about how um we were talking about bones and how people from agricultural um lifestyles how their teeth are more like worn out because of what they eat than like hunter-gatherer teeth because um agricultural Uh, people in agricultural lifestyles they eat like grains which is basically sugar all the time constantly so that wears down your teeth and also when they break down the grains to make flour there gets little stones in the flour which also wear down your teeth i just thought that was so weird because like you'd think that hunter-gatherers like they eat really tough meat so you think that like their teeth would get worn out from that after a while but no
1: it's the opposite. Well, I was, I was also reading that hunter-gatherer tribes also chew more. They, they chew like a third more than we do. So their yeah. jaws, because muscle shapes bone, their mandibles develop to be bigger. So there's more room for their teeth. So they're not as yeah. crowded, and there's less plaque and less. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That, that's, that's
3: so interesting.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally cool. Um, what about you, David? What's the most interesting thing you've little tidbit you've been learning in, in college?
2: Oh man, this is, this is definitely quite, quite something to think about because, uh, you know, although I am kind of a nursing-ish major at the moment, I must say psychology is honestly one of the classes that I enjoy taking. So, cause I'm taking psychology 101, 257, 311 and 411. So I guess just like the ideation of like psychology as a human individual uh, grows up and how their mindset changes as like they're exposed to several uh, environments that they're not used to. You know, that's one thing that really caught my eye and caught my attention in general.
1: Cool, cool. Okay, so now for the fun questions what's been the most challenging thing about college like what yeah what has been stressing you out the most at college or been the most challenging or yeah the the thing you've had to to overcome the most marion um, you, you, do you got an idea because david's already kind of mentioned the <laughs> learning <laughs> struggles uh um well personally
3: like I mean, I don't get me wrong, I love being around people. People are, like, my favorite thing ever. But I also need to be alone. Like, that's, like, I just need to rest. I need space. But, like, and also, like, my roommate and I get along so good. Like, but just living in a dorm surrounded by people all the time is just so draining to me. I feel like that's more draining than the schoolwork itself. Just... Mm -hmm. constantly interacting with people 24 7
1: I think you need to make t-shirts that say I love people are my favorite thing but and just make (laughs) it um so so it's the it's the lack of privacy and kind of a place to retreat to yeah what I'm just curious were you Did you have brothers and sisters
3: yeah I had two sisters growing up but we all had our own rooms so if I ever need space I just go in my room
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, David, uh, aside from, aside from the the weird COVID distance learning year, what, like, what is what, and you're transferring to PCC, right?
2: Correct. I will be transferring to PCC.
1: And so what, what brought on that transfer? Was it, was it a struggle or was it just you're taking advantage of more interesting opportunities?
2: So I've, I initially applied to WU and like committed to WU thinking that they were going to like, I don't know, possibly like upgrade their nursing program and add a more like medical field related uh, career pathways thingies, which didn't turn out to be the case. I mean, I I turned out to be a pre-nursing, didn't really like, man, how, Man, I, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, so I'm currently taking the the pre-nursing track tracking system, but I'm only taking a few prereqs that I needed for uh, the EMT program. Cause honestly, I think that EMT catches my eye more than being an actual nurse or a physician at the moment. I could change up, I could end up changing my mind later on, but at the moment I just want to become an EMT or a paramedic or something along those lines.
1: Yeah. I think statistically speaking, EMTs tend to change their minds. It seems like a, you know, for, for young people, it seems like a really fun, exciting job, but I think the burnout rate of EMTs is relatively high and they end up transitioning to be going to nursing or physician's assistants or becoming doctors or that sort of stuff. It's kind of, it's kind of like a nice little starter career um, in in the healthcare field. Um, So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I I could have told you that Western wasn't going to expand their <laughs> their healthcare programs.
2: I I don't know, man. They had a bunch of bunch a bunch of budget cuts like lately. So
1: well, it's it you know. So I I you know, it's kind of fun. I'm an alumni of both your guys' schools. I did my undergraduate oh. at, at U of O, and I did graduate school at, at Western. When I was doing graduate school at Western, I was coaching on the track team. Um. That's, that's how I paid for graduate school. And so I, I had, I had athletes on the track team that were in the pre-nursing program and they kind of, I don't think they were hopeful like you were that they could do something with nursing at Western and they really could, they had to like transfer to Linfield or something like that to, to get their to finish their nursing degree, which was anyway, I'm sorry. That's my bad. I should have told you that. <laughs> Um, I was probably planning to tell you in the spring, and then school got canceled. So we'll just we'll blame it on COVID. That's
2: fine. Yeah, we'll blame it on COVID. Anyway, <laughs> it was it was honestly a good decision that I came over to Western because I I started meeting a bunch of new, uh, good people over here, like people who can uh, support me in any way. So that that's that's the pro we got out of it. So there that, that shouldn't be too much to blame.
1: Oh, they're good. Good deal. Um, What's the, most, what's the most fun part about college? Like what's the most enjoyable? And keep in mind, I have an all ages audience here. So let's keep it classy, okay? <laughs> For example, uh, so uh, like Marianne, I, I, your Instagram comes up on the class feed. I see it at Duck Games, I think was the last one I, I saw you at. Um, like, are you glad you joined the U of O when the football team is doing so well?
3: Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure, especially with some other health science people at OSU. So fun getting to just brag on it.
1: Oh, OSU's having a pretty decent season, though. Too, I mean, but
3: are they ranked?
1: No, because it takes it takes millions and millions of dollars to create a rank a, a, a college football playoff team, and OSU yeah. doesn't spend that. So. Yeah, so just brag. Yeah, there you go.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um no, so so what what's what's the part about college that you've enjoyed the most?
3: Honestly, football games are so fun. I love them. I was a huge like student section person in high school, still a huge student section person now. I think it's so fun and entertaining, even though I know like the very basics of football, I couldn't tell you like in-depth like flags and stuff no idea I just go along with what other people are doing and I think it's super fun
1: that is the definition of a good student section participant right there don't really know what's going on in the game but you're all into it no matter what Mm -hmm. that's perfect yeah um what about you David what's what's been the most enjoyable part about college for you
2: the experience in General was it has been a great experience so far like I'm currently an RA and like planning like all sorts of events for students and like the community has been a pretty awesome thing. To be doing like collaborating with uh, student section here on on Western campus connecting with uh, the community of other programs are that are on the Monmouth independence area that has been honestly like one of the best things that has been going on so far and not to brag about our rugby team is going out to nationals
3: wow
1: really i'm trying to convince my kids to go out for rugby i should i should yeah <laughs> uh well good congratulations to to the western wolves rugby team that's uh, that's pretty cool um so you do a lot of community outreach for your, R, for, your for your ra position your residence sure. as resident assistant right isn't that what ra stands for yeah now, and does the RA program, does that still like pay for your housing and stuff?
2: It does pay for our housing, correct.
1: That is awesome. That's that's a good, that's a big chunk of, uh, big chunk of change. Good good for you for doing that.
2: Yeah, it, um, it, it, pays, it pays for housing and it gives you like a few other scholarships and it gives you like a stipend on the other side. So, you know, we're, we're living life.
1: Good for you. Um, how about like time management stuff? Like, is it, it, now that you're, you are officially adults making your own decisions, how is it managing your time and balancing social life, homework, school, eating, sleeping, that sort of stuff?
3: Um, it's been going pretty well for me. Um, like, especially because in high school is pretty hard because I'd have six, seven hours of school plus, um sometimes practices depending on the season and then I'd have to go home and do homework and that was just super difficult for me to do but now in college like my classes aren't back-to-back all the time like I have one back-to-back class in my entire schedule and so in between classes I could do homework and stuff I can take my time and then I have all evening to do
1: whatever I want to do is that kind of the same with you David
2: that is pretty much the same with me like mondays i just got one class tuesdays uh, one class as well thursdays are my open days so i got no classes on thursday so i can like either spend it doing ra stuff or do it like you know self care or you know homework cuz self care and homework are important here but anyway yeah it's it's a drastic change
1: Do you guys find that college so far is easier than high school?
3: Um, I don't know if I'd say easier, but I mean, like right now I'd say, yeah, because like I said, my classes aren't aren't super difficult right now, but, um, I'd say it's easier to want to do the work.
1: Oh, interesting and there's still plenty of work you need to do but you mm-hmm. have but your your daily so it sounds like okay how about this can you can you quick run down what like a typical school day looks like for you
3: for me sure. um, well i was kind of silly and i scheduled all my lectures on the same two days um so those yeah, days so are those
1: are the busy days right yeah those busy, are the busy days okay so explain to me what a busy day for you looks like
3: um i go to my first class on this is monday wednesday i go to my first class and then straight to my second class and then i'll have two hours to wait what time does um, the
1: first class start
3: oh 8 30.
1: why did you Can't no, okay my? okay (laughs) i had
3: to i had to (laughs) it was a stats class (laughs) and um and then around noon i'll have a two-hour break where i usually eat lunch and do some homework and then um at two i have my third class which gets done at 320 and then at four i have my last class and that gets done at 520 And in between those, I'll take like a little break and go to my dorm and rest for a little bit.
1: Okay. So what's an easy day look like for you?
3: Easy day. Well, I don't have any classes Tuesdays and Fridays, so I just do homework then.
1: Okay. So I have current high school students that are listening to this podcast. And what you're saying is your hard day at college is the exact same as a high school schedule, but you get a two hour break in the middle with another (laughs) shorter like hour and a half break or something like that, somewhere in there too?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, I, yes, I, okay. That sounds like a one and all the classes you're taking you find at least remotely interesting, like you chose all of your classes. Like you're taking right. interesting classes that you are engaged in, in learning about. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty good. David, how about you? What's what's your what's your schedule on your hardest day of college?
2: Oh, hardest day in college. You know, it's kind of in between uh, Mondays or Wednesdays, you know, Mondays, because, you know, I got staff meetings and stuff like that. Okay, but,
1: let's, let's just walk through it. You wake up at what time?
2: Uh, can we skip this question? <laughs> <We can>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wake up pretty late, like sometimes 15 minutes before class, because, you know, classes. Is, which is? At 9.45. Oh, that's not bad. I consider it kind of bad. but anyway, uh, <laughs> I got class from 10 to 11. That's uh, biology 236 lecture. And after 11, I go over to the dining hall, got something to eat and do a little bit of homework if possible, before start doing like RA stuff or whatever it is that I need to do before the staff meeting, which takes place at 6. And after the staff meeting, if I don't have duty, it goes from six to eight. And I and then I got the rest of the day for myself. But if it is a Wednesday, oh man, you, it, it starts around the same time, 9.45ish, go to class 10 10 to 11, uh, kind of repeat the same thing. But at two, I have another class that goes up all the way up to four, which gives me a two hour break ish to kind of have go over to the dining hall, get something to eat before, uh, you know, having the rest of the day for myself. But it, it really doesn't feel like I'm having the rest of the day for myself because there's always something that's gonna happen like within the hall or something that's gonna happen, you know, because having the RA job is kind of uh, expect the unexpected type of thing.
1: Right, right. You're putting out fires all the time with the different residents on your hall i assuming. Well,
2: not necessarily. My hall is pretty quiet. It might be like other halls, but right. you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think having a job definitely complicates the, 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 balance a little bit, but I'll tell you what, man, you guys are making me kind of jealous for, uh, uh, college life again. That's uh, it sounds, sounds kind of nice. All right. Last, last thing I want to talk about. Um, what What do you wish you would have known before getting to college? Like, and, and keep in mind, like I have students and parents and stuff like that listening to this podcast. So like, what do you wish you would have known before you got to college? Okay. Taking some think time here. That's good. That's good. I'm just making sure there's not any dead air talking.
3: Um, I don't really know. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think I was pretty well prepared for college. Maybe just that I wish I would have known that I'd be writing as many essays as I am because in high school, the only essays you'd be writing were like in English classes, maybe history classes but now it's like every single class you're going to be writing essays and it's just or like basically every single class um and i that is not my strong suit so
1: i guess does it kind of make sense about why language arts classes in high school were taught the way they were
3: oh yeah does it make a little
1: bit more sense
3: yeah i hated english classes in high school they were my least favorite um because i just don't like writing and reading like i just don't like it and uh but and now i like understand why they like pressed all those things into me so much and i am very very grateful for it now
1: i will pass it on to the language arts department <laughs> i'm sure they are be really happy to hear it um but that, no, that's that's very cool. Uh, David, what about you? What do you wish you would have known? Other than Western Oregon does not have a nursing program.
2: <laughs> oh man. Um, well, there, there are definitely quite a few things. Um, being a first generation student, it's, it's quite a thing. Like first one in the family is like, oh man, you definitely like got to check out the resources before you apply to the college or whatever. Make sure you're like prepared in any in any way, emotionally, mentally, physically, because that's definitely going to be one thing that, from what I've heard, drags people down. Be what what about what about what about
1: for you? I mean, has has that been has that been a barrier for you at all? Being a first generation
2: college student, it has definitely been quite a thing because I I'm the oldest one in my family and like my my brother he's in high school he all the time he's like hey can you revise this essay for me I'm like dude come on you you got feedback for a reason but you know it's it's just like oh man there's there's a quite a few factors that fall in there but it's honestly it's not as bad it's not as bad as people mention it to be
1: because I I can remember meeting your family a couple of times for conferences and they seem super super nice super supportive at least that's from the five minutes i met them. Are, are they pretty supportive of your college admissions
2: at the beginning they were kind of iffy because okay. you know i was basically going to be the first bird to fly off the nest in other words but after a while they're like you know why well, it's possibly for the best it's possibly for the best it's for the best for yourself the best for your career you know For you in general and they're 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 really supportive and i'm really thankful for for having my family like supporting me thankful for like taking those honors and ap classes cough cough english um (laughs) i'm also like thankful, thankful for like taking all all of the health sciences classes at the high school i don't know is it still three of them
1: we we added some Actually, so we, we got another teacher teaching some health science classes. So we, we have a we're offering a health occupations class oh. and food and nutrition. Um, and, and we we may be expanding a little bit more as well. Um, I'm trying to take over the whole school. So we'll see. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, um which is kind of weird because I don't know all the students have taken, you know, gone through the whole program. Some of the students have take, you know, they might take one one class from me, um which is kind of interesting. But um Well, cool. Do you guys have any questions for me?
3: Um how did it go like did online classes change at like the way that you do in-person classes
1: in yes. yes it has dramatically um and i'm sure i mentioned this a lot of times during distance learning with you guys because i think i talked a lot of the <laughs> open therapy sessions uh while i was supposed to be actually like teaching um but no i i realized that how i taught before i evaluated students so much on their their eye contact and, and posture is was really important for me that's how I got feedback from students whether they're paying attention or listening or, or that sort of stuff and what I realized when we went to distance learning and everyone's just sitting there with their screens off or their cameras like the you know straight <laughs> up at the ceiling is that I I really had no way to tell if students were paying attention or not and so I had to develop other strategies to determine if students were understanding the material. Um, and, and a lot of it, I just had to accept, I don't know if, they're, if they understand the material. They're turning stuff in, but I don't know what that means. Um, and so for this year, it's coming back in person, but it's been very difficult for me to not, okay, so I think the changes I made were, were more equitable teaching practices. I, it is, it is a bias of mine that I grade students on eye contact and body posture. So I need to address that bias and come up with more equitable practices just because a student doesn't make eye contact with me or isn't sitting up straight. Doesn't mean that they're not learning the material. Right. Um, And so I, it's been hard for me to be in a class and not do my dancing monkey show that I normally do with lecturing and that sort of stuff and making sure everybody's eyes are on me and, and that sort of stuff and understanding that there's other ways of learning and, and, and trying to adapt classes to make sure that even if someone doesn't have good eye contact and posture, that I still give them the benefit of the doubt that they're paying attention and learning. and they And, and so a student has to prove to me definitively that they aren't getting it. Um, And so I guess I have a little bit more patience with students. Um, There's some other weird things, too, that I found over distance learning. Um, Medical terminology, I had um, open due dates on all quizzes and tests. And by the end of the class, I had a 99.3 assignment completion rate by doing that. Out of 1054 assignments assigned seven were missing and so yeah and so it had me question what why do we have due dates like what what's the purpose of those due dates um is, is there a function to them um how flexible can i be now that we're in person um is is it a is it a is it a worthwhile strategy to relax due dates or am I just setting students up for greater heartache and challenges let's say when they go to a college or that sort of stuff and so I'm still working through some of those sort of things but um on on how effective you know different strategies are but yeah um so coming out I, I I at least have questioned a lot of of how I how I teach and I've tried to take more advantage of the opportunities of actually having students present in the classroom like I try to keep as much as I can hands on as possible. I lecture less. I don't know. Um, I get, I think I think that's that's what I do. Um, <laughs> so yeah I, I, that's kind of been um, that's kind of been uh, you know a, a real big consequence was uh, last year was the first year that all the students that signed up for exercise physiology had gone through um, anatomy and medical terminology as well. It was the first class that, that had all the prerequisites that you're supposed to have to have exercise physiology, and it was during distance learning. It was just, it, it was, I, I I had no idea how to teach that class. I still
3: 30. enjoyed it.
1: I'm not saying it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, I'm I'm charming. So, um <sighs> <laughs> but it's like
3: gone like half the time
1: i was because i broke my collarbone and, <laughs> yeah. and stuff. um but so now where we're in person and we could actually do exercise testing and that's like your class would have been really really good at all the different exercise testing stuff that that we learned like in the fall and do that the like having it be an in-person class last year had been really great so this year with exercise physiology about half the students haven't taken Anatomy or medical terminology before and oh. I'm trying to catch them up on the concepts and that sort of stuff so i it's it's a great class and they're totally they'll jump into whatever activity and and it's a fun class to teach but I really do feel like it was a missed opportunity last year with with exercise physiology. It feels more like when this year feels more like when David took exercise physiology because I think david you took it as a sophomore the very first year we offered it
2: yes, I took it as a sophomore i w- it was I think I was one of the two only sophomores that took the class.
1: Yeah. And that class was I mean, we didn't have anything. We didn't, I was just I was just guessing every day on like, okay, I guess we'll learn this. And anyway, so that that class was was you know, very much like the fir- very first time I was teaching exercise physiology. And anyway, I think it was a bit of a missed opportunity last year with exercise physiology. I, I wish I wish we could have in-person classes. But. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, I hate to keep you guys from your busy college schedules. Um, I mean, I'm taking up all of your two-hour break. I think in between classes. Um, am I? I don't know. I don't fine? have classes today. Oh, that's right. Marianne doesn't have classes today. Yeah. <laughs> What do, you, what do you do with your time when you don't have classes? Homework. Homework doesn't take that long.
3: Uh, depends.
1: No, I do, I've done it before. It doesn't take all day.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I just hang out. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, hey, the outdoor program um, at U of O is really great. You should just wander around and just ask them and, because they go on like field trips all the time. You should just. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's that's the. So cool. Yeah. There's. I can't remember. It's like, yeah, like you could check out paddle boards and stuff like that from them. And, and that's right. But there's groups that oh. go on. Yeah. There's groups that go on like outdoor outings and stuff like that. And so get a couple of friends from your dorm and just go check it out and see what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
3: That sounds really cool.
1: It. I've never done it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you could. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll well, tell you about it well guys it it was it was really great talking to you and I'm, I'm glad it looks like you guys are doing great wait one last question before I go the last episode we did so um is is uh, I, I I'm a co-host with uh Anna Gwen who was in my she she was doing her senior project at Pacific with me last year and so she's doing postgraduate classes now, and she talked about being in the mid semester drag, where you just feel kind of like burnout on school. Are you guys feeling any of that sort of like stress piling up mid semester drag? Anything like that?
3: Yeah, I'd say so. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh man. Okay. Where? Where? So where's the stress coming from?
3: Um, I think just like after midterms, like just doing like test after test, essay after essay, it's just been draining. Um, now it's not so bad, but then like, cause my last midterm, I just got done with this week, but then in like two weeks, I'm gonna have finals. So that's also like stress. I, I think it's more just the, the fast pace of the classes cause ours is trimesters Right. So it's, it's a lot faster than semesters. So I think just the pace itself is over, overwhelming sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, okay, okay, I can see that. So you have more time off, but the classes are more intense and more fast-paced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And professors probably don't even, you're probably taking fairly big classes at U of O? Yeah. What, what's, what's, the, what's the size of the, the class, largest class you take at U of O?
3: Oh, I don't know. Well, I have a class in Straub. So that's like 200. It's like 500 seats in there. So, and it's pretty full.
1: 500. So, yeah. 500 seat lecture hall. That's where you're taking the classes. David, Western's probably a little smaller, I'm guessing, but what's your biggest class?
2: Oh, the biggest class is like 20 people.
1: <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, do, do you think there's a little bit like the newness of the class wears off and you're not? You and then it, you're just left you're, you're not so excited about the new fun class you're taking it just is just a whole bunch of work in the class and that kind of leads to a bit of a drag I'm just curious
3: yeah I guess I mean that's like kind of a perk of trimesters is that like I feel like I just started in these classes and they're already almost done yeah. uh, so that's pretty funny nice. but um yeah some of some of
1: the classes, I can relate to that. Yeah. Well, shoot, that's kind of a bummer note to, to end on. I'll probably cut that part off. <laughs> but no, it was, it was great seeing you guys. I'm going to I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and stop recording. Um, do you guys want to say one last goodbye or something to, to your audience, your adoring fans? Um, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Maybe I'm insane It's not that hard Since to the brain Feels like prison to the heart You know I'm selfish mm-hmm. Selfishly in love Maybe when and you can stream my new song, Selfish, on all of your favorite platforms.
1: (laughs) Perfect, nailed it. There you go,
0: that's what I Uh, do. (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) it. it. You do it it very well. Um, You just
0: like say the same thing for 20 million takes that sounds exactly the same, and then pick the one you like.
1: (laughs) Well, you'd make a great teacher.